Epic Gumdrop, sweeter than your toys coming to life. Hello, Jeff. Hey, James. It's Lego Dimensions Week. It's Lego Dimensions Week! Which means all of our podcasts got absorbed by the thing. Got taken over. We have no, yeah. no time for anything else in our lives. Yeah, well, it's very fitting because it's, it is a game about uh, a being taking over different worlds right. and bringing them all together. So we've gone into the Lego Dimensions portal in yes, our lives. Yes, exactly. We've, we've, <laughs> we went through it. That that got really you, long. <laughs> you were getting existential. We pay, you paid dearly. I was, you know what it was. I was, I was imagining a uh, a a Breaking Dads level, <laughs> or uh, this. Uh, hey, speaking of Breaking Dads, uh, uh, if you would like links or pictures about all the stuff we're talking about today, BreakingDads.com. 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 Yes, uh, and add uh, Epic Gumdrop. On yes. Twitter. So. Lego Dimensions. For those who've been living in the uh, bunker with me and my kids, because my kids didn't really know about it, because I didn't let them. Well, we... yeah, we'll get into the reasons for that in a second. Yeah, uh, but yeah, let's start with the game itself. So it's this is the thirtieth Lego game that TT Games has made since two thousand five. <laughs> it's bonkers. Uh, so they're pretty good at making Lego games. So if you like Lego games. Uh, but this one is different than all of the rest of them because mm-hmm. this is uh, a Toys to Life game. And just to recap, uh, we did a whole Lego games episode yes. on uh, our All Sorted podcast. Yes. So if you like Lego, check that out at the website. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to get caught up on all of those gazillion. Ridiculous history. I believe they only had 26 or 28 games when we did that episode not that long ago. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But so here we are. They've, yeah. They've put out their 87 millionth. Yeah, approximately. Yeah, give or take. Uh, one every five minutes, I think. But uh, but they've all been very good, uh, but they've been different in this game. This is a, the first Lego Toys to Life game, the first TT Games Toys to Life game. Uh, and if you don't know what a Toys to Life game is, I will tell you now. All right. Give us the recap. What is a Toys to Life game? I felt I had to preface my discussion of it. <laughs> is this where you take like your teddy bear and uh, your piggy bank and some of your other things and you bring them out to the playground and then you try to do hopscotch and then just realize they can't move? It's similar to that, except okay. uh, you use a device. In this case, uh, they refer to it as a portal ah. uh, that you put the toy on and then it becomes whoop alive in the video game. So like the Skylanders. Like Skylanders, uh, like Disney Infinity. But better. Uh, I it involves Lego. think so much better in this case yeah, um, because it involves Lego, A. <laughs> yeah. And B, this is the first Toys to Life game where the toys are an important function. Right. They're not just a statue that comes into the game and you, all the interactions in the game. You actually do have to touch your toys. Exactly. Uh, to play with it, which I think is pretty cool. It is. Um, yeah. So... Uh, how did we get here? I guess is an important question. Yeah. To so ask at what this led point. to them deciding to get off the path of games they were making mm-hmm. quite successfully and go into this space? Yeah. Uh, it all started a couple of years ago, uh, maybe about three years ago now, uh, when, uh, TT games, uh, you know, they were making another game and they're like, mm, this is good, but what's the future hold for this? Right. Uh, so they were having internal discussions about how they could change the Lego games. Hmm. Uh, at that same time, Lego over in Beeland was having the same discussion, and they actually produced a video um, that where they saw the future of Lego games. And and their fear with the digital games was they were starting to overshadow the physical toy. Right. And they didn't want to lose the fact that they're a toy company, first and foremost, that makes toys. 
that kids play with. Yeah. So they wanted that uh, feeling of playing with Lego in their to- in their games. Huh. Um, so they produced uh, that video that sort of shows the future as they saw it. They showed that to TT Games. Uh, and TT was like, oh, that's funny. We were thinking the same thing. Wow. <laughs> so they had a, a big discussion. And out of that, they came out with three courses of action. Um, one was... Uh, one of the projects that came out of it was what became Lego Fusion, hmm. uh, which is uh, mildly well-received, maybe poorly received um, sort of AR Lego, you know, uh, altered reality, where you have a base plate that you build stuff on and then it scans it into a few different games. Right. Um, and it was really only available at the Lego store and some online places. Um, wasn't hugely popular or successful. I guess it maybe seemed a bit abstract for kids yeah, to engage. I think that the the level of engagement wasn't as you basically you're building a 2D thing because it would only scan the front with the, the device, your iPad uh, or whatever. Okay, and then that would get turned into a 3D house inside a 3D building inside the game. Huh. Um, but yeah, they weren't. It seems like AR is a whole thing. Like the whole augmented reality thing is a bit odd i don't know if technology is there yet yeah as well and and also just the learning that user experience is a mm-hmm. bit it's it's a weird new way of thinking about i things yeah and i it's going to take a bit for people to latch on to its use i and think so it's even, and i think we're still in you know the games themselves feel more like a tech demo it's like right. oh that's cool that you can do that yeah. and now i've done that and there wasn't enough game to sort of support it exactly yeah yeah um so Lego Fusion, I think that you might still be able to get some on closeout at some Lego stores or oh. online. Um, so if you want to check it out, they're not too expensive. You can get the apps for free uh, and play the games without the AR part. Hmm. But <laughs> you know, I wonder if they'll find a way to tie that at some point eventually back into uh, the whole Lego Dimensions world. I that would be the dream. Like, would be it, yes. It seems like they they dip their toes in it, knowing that oh, there's something here we need to explore. I wonder mm-hmm. if they'll get you somehow loop it back in once people have sorted out the whole it kind of I mean or a, a inverted AR yeah. almost experience. Yeah, I, I I hope so. But that's and I'm I'm sure they're still developing along that line too because Lego they they like to play the long game yeah. as well. They'll try stuff out and yeah. and uh, take their successes and build on them and take their failures and bury them and in a shallow in, grave in the back. <laughs> they're I mean they're in a rush but they're in no rush. Like yeah. they put stuff out seemingly fast, but they take their time in development on things. Uh, well, this is one thing I think because they're a privately held company. This is one of the mm. advantages they have in the in the marketplace is their main concern is keeping the company alive and keeping their employees. Right. Right. Yeah. So as long as they are developing things that make enough money, uh, then that's all that matters. Yeah. There's no race to push share prices up. There's no no race to get some short-term gain. Right. Um, that's important, I think. Well, they spend the time to make sure they've got the right idea. And mm-hmm. then when they decide on that, they can push the button very fast. Exactly, yeah. And then it comes out, bam. You yeah. Know, where did that come from? So Lego Fusion, I'd say, was the least successful of the three projects to come okay. out of the meeting. and then the second one, I can uh, guess. The second one is uh, Lego Dimensions. Right. Which is, yes, the, the Toys to Life idea uh-huh. um and and uh, we'll talk about the game in a sec here but let's just say they did very well yeah <laughs> it did a great job the third one is a game we've talked about um on uh, epic gumdrop before yeah, as early, well as our lego podcast episode uh and that's lego worlds yeah which is actually due for release next year hmm. um but you can get the early access on steam right um and that's the 
uh, I guess the easiest way to sum it up is Lego meets Minecraft. Yeah. Um, and they're it's they're developing there. They're moving along. They're moving along. We have to dip back into that. I have not played that in ages. You're missing out. They've they've done some nice changes, yeah. though the game is still the same. Huh. Yeah. In terms of of they haven't added any gameplay elements yet, but they are there's there's they have big plans yeah. for Lego Worlds. No, I'm I'm excited to see where um, that goes. Yeah. Longer. I mean, it's so pretty. Yeah. If they, I would say, if they hit eighty percent of their ambition on the game, it's it's going to be phenomenal. But it's a very different beast when you look at that and then you look at Lego Dimensions. Yes. So when you look at Lego Dimensions, my first thought was, this looks very much like a Lego game. Yes. Uh, and it, it is. It, it stays true to the whole franchise of games. Yeah. If you've played a Lego game before, you're familiar with most of the gameplay. You you go through levels. Most puzzles involve smashing everything you can see <laughs> and building something, Yeah. Uh, which is it's still fun. If yeah. If you like... The uh, that's the thing about the Lego games. If you're a Star Wars fan, you love the Lego Star Wars games. If you're right. a Batman fan, you love the Lego Batman fans uh, levels games. They know uh, the properties they're working on very very well, they and they're fans of them. Yeah, uh, and that's what makes Lego Dimensions so exciting to play. Is for the first time ever, it's not just a Batman game. It's not just a uh, you know um, Doctor Who game which would right. never get made. Right. <laughs> it's not just a Lego version of Portal, yeah. which would never get made, or a Lego version of uh, Back to the Future, which would never get made. Yeah. But here they are. They exist, and they're all in one game. Yeah. Uh, and they did a very, very good job. It's a pretty brilliant idea of taking a lot of, a lot of different mm-hmm. um, intellectual properties and mashing them in a way that... Yeah, it makes them all additive in some way. Yeah. Like they're all better because of it. And it's it's funny because it's a way that really only Lego can do. Exactly. Because Lego has all these different properties yeah. that are owned. Like the fact that they make DC superheroes and Marvel superheroes as toys is yeah. a testament <laughs> to their power. Because totally. those companies generally stay away from each other yeah. as much as possible. Yeah, um, it's but, a uniting force. Yeah, because people want to be a part of Lego, and also they like making money. I will say about the, the Doctor Who, li- like a lot of the license I couldn't give a mm-hmm. hoot about, but the, and I was, when I saw the the little bit of Doctor Who play they have in it right now, yes. I, I thought, yeah, they got it. They really did. I mean, having the, the Weeping Angels and the mm-hmm. way they did, like, getting the voice getting peter capaldi to do yeah. voice work like it's all you're like oh they got it oh although I, now uh, i hate it because i'm like now now i want to play it more uh, i did like your comment on on peter's voice work on it you're like oh good they got him to enunciate <laughs> it's true you can he's a little bit he's not speedily hastily yelling yes. through sentences in a mumble which i kind of love uh, because it yeah. makes it more kind of authentic to the character but yeah it's it's I could see, I could see the voice Peter director Capaldi for kids. Yeah, I could see the voice director working with him, going, "Okay, that's great. Now remember, uh, North American children have to understand you." <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, there's there's going to be children in the heartland that don't know your country exists. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, uh, yeah, no, and so it's it's a beautiful Doctor Who level, except. Yeah. You're running through this level, interacting with the Weeping Angels and yeah. the Daleks and the Cybermen as Wildstyle and Gandalf and Batman and any other character no. from any other so set that you've bought. They capture all those characters, but they, and then they capture the the kind of like that with a Weeping Angel scenario. Mm-hmm. They, they capture the tension and everything about that experience. Yeah. So it's not totally superficial, which I thought was interesting, is that they 
they went a little bit deeper than that. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, let's take these ideas. And then, yeah, how does Batman react to that? Yeah. That's that's cool. That's really, yeah, that, that was unexpected. That mm-hmm. was deeper than I w- was thinking it would get. I thought it'd be really a few jokes here and there and maybe a bit of over audio, but. Yes. No, it's uh, good. But that's good. We should talk about the jokes for a moment because yes. one thing <laughs> TT Games has always been good at is great writing that understands their properties. I think since Toy Story uh, as a thing, yes. culturally, I think we've understood the concept that we you need to get at both audiences, children and uh, adults. You yes. need to have great jokes. Yeah. That and they so everybody seems to now get that as yeah. a idea. And if it's a great joke, you leave it in, even if the kids won't understand it. You're, you you got to play to the adults. Exactly. Because my favorite joke in the entire game that I've seen so far uh, is when you first encounter the Simpsons world, you see Homer Simpson sleeping, having a nightmare, and he goes, no, it's not selling out. It's co-branding. <laughs> and I was laughing my head off, and my kids are like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, which is awesome that they put those jokes in there yeah <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty good you can't help but smile when uh, when you're playing the game or you're watching kids play the game because it's just it's all there i think even with the way they marketed this game uh right from the get-go mm-hmm. having like joel McHale as yeah. their their guy in the ads and stuff that suggested to me a different like they weren't just creating a kids game yes and they sure. were very conscious of that decision to say hey let's let's pick somebody who's maybe not edgy, but like edgier <laughs> than a children's entertainer. Well, he hosts the soup, yeah, which is a show you would not <laughs> let kids watch. This is true. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, it's it, it was an interesting. They were very conscious of mm-hmm. that, though. We need to get the kid. We don't just want to convince adults to buy it for kids in the uh, yeah. a- annual guilt purchase, also known as Christmas. Yeah, but they wanted. Seems like they wanted adults to play this, mm-hmm. which is yeah. It's so that's good for the future. In a way, I mean, it's it is a kids game yeah. through and through. In that you can't die. Like your only punishment for dying is you you lose some studs that you've collected. Right. Um. You can't fail, and not only that, the puzzles are not hard enough. No. That you you, you know even even my <laughs> even my six year old. No, I don't have a six year old. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, I remember their ages. <laughs> like how old's the youngest one even my six-year-old can do the puzzles right right so they're not challenging in that way but you don't as an adult playing it you don't play it to find out Ooh, that was a fun solution to that puzzle you play it to see what happens next i i would play it for the jokes yeah and and yeah the only permadeath is the uh hours and hours of your life you're going to lose that that's a form of it's a little petite death right there yeah i would say uh i would say um, I don't know. Uh, the the writing's really good, like we talked about. The other thing I think they nailed is uh, we we talked about this a little bit. The the toys to life aspect. There's more feeling of your toys being a part of the game than in any other game. Because yeah. my kids, they they have Skylanders, they have Disney Infinity, but they don't play with those. They do play. Well, they they play the games, and that's the only time the oh, toys I mean, get yeah, used. Exactly. Yes, they don't play the toys as toys. Yeah, and if they do, the toys get broken. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you're buying a statuette in those other games. In in this game, when you when you buy toys to put on the portal, you're buying toys. Uh, and not only that, they ask you to stop and build the toys as part of the experience. The mm-hmm. all the instructions for the uh, the add-on sets, like in the portal world, you get a companion cube and a, uh, a century um, turret, uh, and there's no instructions in the box to build them. 
You right. you have to be playing the game, and then it tells you, hey, stop playing the game for a sec and play with your Lego. Yeah. And that's never not fun. <laughs> that was an interesting choice to, yeah. to kind of bounce between like to put the instructions in the game itself so that you are mm-hmm. pushing uh yeah interaction with the the product yes that's a yeah that's novel i don't know if you've seen that kind of thing before well because all the other toys to life games it's not really a toy no. it's, there's no playing there's no instructions needed because it's no. like hey this thing it, the only instructions would be hey dust it don't wash it because <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna wreck the nfc chip yeah. so just don't wash it, it. Uh, yeah, so that's that's a fun experience, and it really it gives it a much more visceral connection between the you know because when you've built it and you put your little companion cube down and on he, the pad and, and it appears vomits into the screen. You're, yeah, in, you're engaged with it. Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's and fun. Then you modify your portal as well. Um, yeah, that's yeah points. yeah in the game cell you have to stop and build the the portal, which is. The, the biggest build. Yeah. You know, but you move that, they move something around on it. What was well, that? Well, that's it. Yeah. So as you complete the levels, there's these, these pieces of technology that you're finding in the game. Right. And, uh, when you first build the portal, they're on the back, so you can't see them. And I thought, why are they putting these on the back? But it's actually a really cool, uh, trophy system where, where once you've recovered that bit of technology, you pull it off the back, you put it on the front hmm. for all to see. And it's like, oh, that's nice. It sort of tracks your progress to the right. game. And the kids are, uh, when when they finish a level and they get to pull that thing off, they are jacked. So it ensures that, you know, if they weren't addicted before. Yes. <laughs> they most certainly are now. It is definitely getting that mind-body connection. Yeah. Um, uh, also, uh, the there's a lot of, the, those pieces of technology you're getting um, are all ways that the the physical portal interacts with the world. Hmm. So uh, they, you might have unlocked a piece of technology where you can move them from one part of the portal to another part, and that will uh, actually suck them into another portal somewhere else that are all color-coded based on where you put them on the platform, hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah. So there's, there's puzzle-solving that way, uh, or there's these elemental abilities so you can surround your character with lightning or fire, um, but depending on where you put them on the portal, hmm. all of which is very cool because you're asking the children to interact with the physical world while they're playing the virtual world. Yeah. Um, the other thing I really enjoy about that is I have three kids. Yes. And oftentimes my youngest does not get to play too much. No, uh, because this is a two player. Yeah. And, and uh, that's been my one complaint with all the TT uh, yeah. games is, is I would love four player because my wife's not going to play. She doesn't care. Yeah. But I really want to play <laughs> yeah. with my kids. Yeah. And it's hard when it's only two-player, because then it's like I have to say to two of my other kids, you can watch for a bit, and you'll get to trade out and play later. Yeah. And they all want to play with me, um, which is weird, because they are way better at the games than I am. Uh, so I would really love if, if it supported more players, but that's a nitpick. The nice thing about this is if two kids are playing, the third kid can be manipulating the toys on the pad. Right bringing in the objects they need, moving them around as the puzzles uh, ask them to. Uh, and that that's a nice way to include everybody in yeah. the game. So, and, then, and, and we talk about this game like we've played it, but you've played about two minutes worth in. And I came yeah. over to your house and watched it yesterday for a couple of hours. It's been my kids. It's been very hard to remove my kids from attempt. the game. I, yes. I think it would. That looked like a suicidal drive right there. I was like, should I? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I think they have fixed the controllers to their hands with some kind of you know plastic cement. Yeah, it's they they uh, yeah. they did play for review purposes because normally I limit my children's yeah, video yeah. game time in a day. 
but they did play for about four hours yesterday. They were gracious uh, as I interviewed them about their experience. They were gracious at grunting at me. Yes. Occasionally. I'm not sure if it was an answer or stop. No, talking. it was much more quiet. You game here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's the thing. So uh, all told, my kids probably have about eight hours into the game. Um, since it came out, which mm. is pretty good. Yeah, that's enough to get a sense uh, of things. Yeah, and and they have completed about two yeah, percent of the the total game because bouncing huh. between the levels and the adventure worlds uh, that you open up when you have a character for mm. the different properties, uh, and um, the uh, couple of the bonus levels we have for the things uh, that open up through the purchases. Uh, yeah, they're they're See, very happy. My. And this is where I, I was very torn because my, mm-hmm. my complaints about these games is that they are just going around punching blocks and yep. collecting studs. And I, I'm like, where's the game in this thing? Mm-hmm. But then it's not as much uh, about the the game or the story, the narrative, whatever, as it is about uh, play. Yeah. Like they literally, that's it's like a sandbox. They're going mm-hmm. around and they're smashing stuff and having fun and exploring and finding yep. little secret things and so the idea that they put in eight hours only finished maybe two percent of the game. Yes, that's more because it's not uh, so narrative driven or so um, end goal driven. Mm-hmm. It's not you know there's no Ender Dragon. It's just that they're yeah. trying to they're they're experiencing the world. Yeah, it's nice because different. you you have the 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 game levels themselves which are very narrative hmm. driven and that's and that's fun. But there's also is yeah the open world, just go around and see like oh hey. You can drive Homer Simpson's car on the roller coaster right. at Krusty Land <laughs> yeah. in the Simpsons open world. Yeah, and there's like there's 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So there, with the amount of like cool things built into the game for just yeah. playing, which it's it is a weird. Yeah, we're in a weird time when it's like the idea of play has shifted mm-hmm. and physical versus virtual play. Yeah, we we don't quite know how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of it's a because it is difficult to say you you, you stop playing but they're they are playing it's what's the difference between playing with lego in the real world and playing with lego in a game yeah that's uh i mean well and i think that this uh, what lego and tt games were trying to get with this game is really blur that line because mm-hmm. i will say when i did make them stop and i had to make them stop yeah. <laughs> uh they did go play lego after huh. right yeah, because their like, their juices are flowing you know like the going. whole world is lego everything right. they see is lego and so now huh. it's like oh let's try to build this let's try to build that uh so uh, that's fun yes. <laughs> you know that's uh, so mission accomplished so they've I guess? created the perfect uh you know drug drip yeah the kids are just like you know feeding at the the xbox and then they're in the room afterwards. yes perfect um yeah the other thing i want to say from a technology standpoint uh that's really impressive is how quick the objects and characters spawn in this game yeah there's yeah. no lag yeah in in skylanders and disney infinity is the worst it, it sometimes took took it sometimes took three four minutes for a character to come in uh, wow. depending on how many enemies were around and what was happening in the game huh. and in you know you're basically just standing still at that point right uh, with this game, it's like, it's no, it's pretty instant. You you put the guy down, a little mm. portal opens up, they pop up, boom. Um, the other thing TT Games does very 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 well is all of the characters feel different when you're playing with them. They all have different walking animations. They all have. Uh, my kids love finding out what the double jump is, hmm. uh, and then, like for example, Homer Simpson when he double jumps, he he lands on his head. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and they must have done that for like ten minutes straight yeah. when they found that out. It's like, oh, let's take him up to that height and do a double jump off so he lands further down. Yeah, uh, 
yeah, so there's definite, um, that's the nice thing. Because if you're paying for these pro- these products to be brought into the game, it's nice that they have a really good feel. Right. Uh, and they, they're not, it's not just a, a reskin of yeah. another character, which is nice. It, it, which also, what, I guess once they, you know, uh, phases of the game 3% through 100% will probably go a lot faster now that they're getting some of the novelty out of the way. Mm-hmm. But I imagine there must be novelty all the way through, well, uh, especially as you add in the other IPs that are yeah. going to come out, all the waves. Yeah. And like, there's a lot. For uh, for example, um, uh, just in terms of the Lego games and kids just going around having a good time, mm-hmm. uh, my kids are like 98% on Lego Marvel superheroes. Um, there's just a couple things they haven't found. But they've still... They have so many dozens and dozens and dozens of hours being at 98% and just going around with the different characters and playing. Hmm. I don't see that being any different with this one because there's there's just so much. Even if they get to the point where they've done 100% of the things, which they won't mm-hmm. uh, because of the cost, yeah. <laughs> uh, they'll still just have a great time moving around. Yeah. So I think that's nice. So, it, yeah, I guess that's another question with the price point being where it is. Is, there, is this as a game? Is the value in this thing? Uh, I I think so. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, I'm not the best judge of that because uh, I want all of the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm going to justify that in any way. Yeah. Um, but price point wise, uh, yeah, it's it's not cheap. No. I mean, uh, in American price dollars, it's ninety nine dollars for the base game. Um, if you bought everything that was available at Wave One, it would be about four hundred and eighty-five dollars. Wow! Which is cheap if you consider if you buy everything available through Wave Five. If this comes out, you're going to drop about eight hundred and sixty-five dollars. Yeah. On the game, and as physical, we'll talk about the physical product to the Lego yeah. on our other podcast. But I think as even as physical product, you're not buying that much Lego. So it is largely about you're you're buying into the yes. game and the properties. Yes. Now the one thing that is nice, uh, I think that TT Games has done with this, you don't need to buy everything. If you're no. if you're a completionist and you want to get 100 percent of the things, yeah. Um, yes, they you, opened you up a to. lot from the start. Absolutely. What we ended up picking up is the, the base game. Mm-hmm. We got the portal level pack. We got the Simpsons level pack and we got the wizard of Oz fun pack. Right. So a level pack gives you one minifig and two, uh, a vehicle and a gadget. Hmm. Um, and the fun pack gives you a minifig and a gadget. So, um, that's a lot of mileage they'll get out of that. Yeah. Um, so you know, there's some some dollars invested there. But that yeah. being said, uh, they, you, my kids don't feel frustrated by the things they can't do because there's so many other things to do. Uh, the really nice thing is, if you just want to buy the base game, you can 100% finish the the levels. Right. There's no exactly. which yeah, is nice. Yeah. There's no walls that are gonna pop up. Yeah. Um, I've seen some early reviews where people are upset at. Uh, what they feel is advertising in the game where it's like, you need this character to do that. Yeah. But that's like um, all the rest of the ones. Like, yeah. You need a giant Skylander to do this. Yeah. It, yeah. It's no, it's no different. Yeah. Um, and the other thing too is um, I don't, I think it's a thing that affects adults more than kids uh, because adults, as adults, we want to do everything. Right. Yeah. You know, like we're a grown up. You can't tell me what to do. Oh, I think the whole, you know, it as a product bothers like we get yeah. a lot more it's a more convoluted thought yeah. process we feel ripped off somehow yeah whereas kids are told no all the time so when they see a thing and they're like oh i need crusty the clown to do that yeah they move on because like i don't have crusty exactly whereas <laughs> so, we're like oh man i'm so that's just ripping me off yeah 
And then we're really upset because Krusty doesn't come out until like wave two or three. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I, man, I got to remember that this is here and come back in a few months. And oh, our linear game brain doesn't work yes. that way. <laughs> Nothing's working out in my life. Seeing all the waves, uh, I think one of the only big things I thought was weird is we we sat there, you know, watching the kids play, and then we were looking at the box and really thinking about it as a whole mm-hmm. experience and what's coming in the future. Um, it's really, really there's not a lot of female representation in this. That is a weird thing. Like, and I don't know if that's a Lego it. problem or a TT games problem or a problem with the properties, but I, yeah, give us the, the shocking numbers, James. It was, uh, what is it? Um, of the upcoming stuff. So of the stuff right out of the gate, it was one of three or yeah. female. Yeah. Which is not bad. Yeah. Yeah. C- could be better. Yeah. Well, could be worse. Well, it's one of three. It's an yeah. odd number. And then, but you know, if you look at what's coming on, on the waves, what is it? Yeah. Waves one through five um, of just, yeah. On the side of the box, what they show you, it's seven of 41 that will be female. And one of those is a uh, unikitty. Yeah. Which, you know. And another one's an eagle. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, 7 of 41. That's not good. No. Um, like, there's, you know, even in Scooby-Doo, there's, there's, there's. Yeah, there's, there's strong female characters yeah. in Scooby-Doo. The Simpsons. Uh, there's a lot of strong female characters the in The Simpsons. Exactly. Like, there's females out there. Yeah. And they just didn't choose them. Yeah. And I was, I found that a little disappointing. Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe it's to come with other packs and stuff that are we, I mean, there's going to be, this is not the, the ending. Well, so I don't know if they just simply chose the most popular stuff right away. Yeah. And maybe those are not the female characters, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, those brands all know their demographics, so I don't know. It seems like a standard Lego problem where they didn't think about that at all. Right. And then people are going to be like, hey, yeah. where are the girls at? And Lego's going to be like, oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> we really got to start thinking about these <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, why is Lego Friends not represented at all as one of their biggest initiatives? Exactly. You know, yeah. could there have been a Friends level? But maybe they thought, well, if we put a Friends level in, are people going to be upset that it's like, why is there not a Lego Dimensions for Friends that's just all Lego Friends? Like, if we had yeah. this product, Girls Game. We know this. This yeah. isn't a surprise anymore. And so this idea that, yeah, like if we've got this, my mm-hmm. daughter would play this just as much, perhaps more than my son. Yeah. And yeah, if those, she would love it if those other characters went. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. That was a little odd and a very, it felt very like an 80s move. You know what I mean? This is kind of like a old yeah. school, just not taking it. Come on, guys. It's funny because I had not thought of it at all mm. uh, until you brought it it's, up. It's and then, having a daughter. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, because yeah, in my house, it's just all the excitement for, ooh, there's that guy, ooh, there's that guy, yeah. ooh, there's that guy. There's three boys that want to go and smash stuff. Yes. In my house, yeah, that my daughter would be like, huh? I yeah. Do Although Wild Style is one of the best at smashing stuff. That's true. Yeah. She does like to smash stuff. She does. She's very good in her Lego movie that, I fast. think, you know, not to dismiss, like it's, yeah. of all the complaints, you know, that's, I hopefully gets addressed in later yeah. releases and it's difficult to say because we don't know at this point what's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, they, they have this stuff there. And, but then we've talked about on the, again, on the Lego podcast that Lego is, has an odd relationship with yeah. girls in general. Yeah. I'm like, sure if so... you ask them, their official response would be, this is a general neutral product. Yeah. Um, and they do think that way. Uh, yeah. But then when their push comes to shove and they have to deal with, you know, mm-hmm. the, the gendering in the toy, they get a bit weird about it. So yeah. who knows? We'll see. And that's it does. It is an interesting question. What will the future hold 
for this, yeah. as we do know what, what it holds up to March of 2016. Yeah. Um, Which seems like forever away, but that's no. It, it's always hard to get, uh, to get future plans out of corporations and Lego is generally very tight lipped. Yeah. Um, there has been some talk of this game being a platform uh, more than a game hmm. with uh, with an annual release cycle. So like so far in the Toys to Life games, you know, Skylanders has a new game every year which has new figures. Right. And you can use the old figures in the new game hmm. in some places. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Disney Infinity has um, uh, had a new game every year and you can use the old figures in the new game in some places. Hmm. Uh, what makes this one different is... Uh, the talk is you will be able to in the future buy new levels or maybe even a new game without buying uh, a new whole game on a disc that it's all going to be attached to the toys, hmm. which would be awesome if yeah. that were true. So you, so you need an internet connection and the physical toy, and then you can play hmm. the new levels with any characters. I think that's the one nice thing that really sets it apart is uh, when you buy a character from this, uh, like Disney Infinity, it's very frustrating to me that because um, we have the 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 superhero version of it, hmm. it's it's frustrating to me that you um, can't use Mickey Mouse in the Avengers level. Right. You can only use these specific superheroes. Even you can't even use Spider Man. Um, you might be able to Spider Man, but you can't use like Nova in, in the Avengers level. Do you know how fast Mickey would get killed? I don't know. He's magic, man. He's magic. He's magic, you know? <laughs> also, he's a cartoon. If you couldn't get killed, he'd just get, like, gunpowder burns and that's, be fine. That's true. Yeah. So, like, Donald Duck. Donald Duck would be the best soldier. Yeah, that's, Donald that's Duck would point. rule Call of Duty. <laughs> right? As he's running around, all the other soldiers putting up uh, a sign that says, it's not duck season. What are you doing? <laughs> duck of duty. Coming soon. <laughs> yes. If that's not an internet game by next week, I'll be yeah. very upset. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it, uh, hopefully in the future we don't have to buy a main game again. And that would be nice. And that would up the value quotient. But it is, again, I don't know that even they know if that's possible or how it will be delivered going forward. No. But I've, for now at least, does you know, simply put, does it live up to your expectations? Uh, it's better than I thought it was going to be. Huh. Yes. And you, you were pretty excited. And I was really excited. Yeah. Um, I, I think that the technology is fantastic. Huh. Uh, the, the fun is definitely there. The writing is there and there seems to be a lot to do. Uh, and also I don't feel any pressure to buy anything more than what we have right now as there's still dozens of hours of gameplay just in the adventure worlds they've unlocked already. Hmm. Um, and the, uh, the game itself, they haven't finished. So I feel very happy. I would, I would, I would recommend. Uh, I would recommend just buying the 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 add-ons that you want, and don't buy anything you think you need. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. That's my mini review. That's a very good mini review. I, if you want to hear more of our conversation, I think we're, we're going to get into this more as a physical product yes. and as a Lego thing. Uh, check out our Lego podcast, All Sorted. Uh, you can get that at BreakingDads.com. BreakingDads.com. BreakingDads.com, Jeff. It's uh, we have that as well as we were talking about um, game anticipation and so mm -hmm. a little bit more of a personal take on our upbringing and being excited about games. That one, I believe we have up already. Yeah, on that one should be up. Yep. So this week, Lego Dimensions swallowed up everything. Yep. Take it over. It's all good. Um, 
if you want to give us any feedback, again, visit the website and uh, or hit me up on Twitter at Epic Gumdrop. Until next week, I'm James. And I'm Jeff. <laughs> <laughs>